welcome to today's edition of startup couches on the couch i have john john is the ceo of swahilis am i saying that correctly yes swahilis welcome to the couch john oh thank you latana how is that yeah um really good and um today we're gonna learn all we can about swahilis so jumping right into the conversation what is swahilis and can you tell us how it works Okay, Swahili is a fintech startup in Tanzania, and later we will expand it to the whole African continent. What we do is we are building payment solution for businesses in Africa. So for the last year, we have been building financial payment solution for small businesses here in Tanzania. So far, we enable small businesses to accept mobile money payment and international card payment via our Swahili's Pay mobile application. So. Uh, merchants are using our Swahili's Pay to accept payment, whether from the mobile money or card payment. For, for mobile money, it's just across people within Tanzania. But for card payment, our merchants are able to use our mobile app to accept payment from anywhere in the world where people are, are using this uh, Visa, MasterCard, and other cards. So we're using this uh, so mostly known as payment links to, to make it possible. So for now, we have more than... Uh, 7000 consumers who are using our mobile application to make mobile money payment for this uh merchants and we have more than 70 businesses who are using our mobile application to accept this payments whether it's a mobile money or international card payment so yes for past year we have been growing organically and we have never raised any outside capital so we are bootstrapping this company and we are now processing around uh, 8000 USD transaction volume per month and for the one last year we've been able to process more than 4000 USDs uh, in total GMV yeah oh wow did you say you're processing 8000 USD per month yes oh wow that's amazing that's really really amazing i Thanks, i think that that's really, really amazing with um 70 businesses and yes. over 70000 over 7000 customers that is really really great growth happening right there um thanks indeed what would you say to um a lot of sentiment you know when they talk about fintech in africa um a lot of people say things like single markets in east africa are not sizable enough you know especially when you talk about investments what do you think about the outlook in east africa especially from a tanzanian point of view okay uh talking about the east africa East Africa, okay, let me say one thing, and I've been always saying this thing. The one major or trick thing to do fintech or tech businesses in Africa is that the, the, every part of the continent has their own behaviors, which are so different to other parts. I'm here, yeah. I'm here in Tanzania, but the culture of the consumers in Tanzania is quietly different to people in Kenya. We yeah. are so close here, but the culture is so different. You yeah. see how the M-Pesa was so successful, so successful in Tanzania and Kenya, but going to South Africa, it does not successful. So what to say is, like Tanzania and Kenya, you'll see on the top 10 countries which attract more funding in Africa, Kenya is on the top five, I think. Yeah. But Tanzania is even out of the top 10 list. Though we are so close, so... What to say is in terms of 
how big the market is. The market is so big, but the, the only difference is there are other countries which were championing these uh, startup things since for a time last decade with so Nigeria was pushing enough. So whatever is happening now in Nigeria is a product of what the impact of what they've been doing for the last 10 years. But coming to a place like Tanzania, yeah, these are startup things are so new things over here. Yeah. It's neither the, the government, uh, the stakeholders, most of people are not aware of how these things work. So this somehow makes it harder for 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 black slow of these early stage startups in terms of accessing even fund from the let's say angel investors, local investors, because most of the local investors here are not aware of how the things work and you know it's so hard to invest on something you don't understand. So even for the terms, the nature of people investing in startups is so different to how our angel investors, local angel investors have been investing on the other businesses where they would even invest for getting fifty percent just because they invest uh, uh, twenty thousand USD. But these things are so different on this uh, startup area. So in terms of Africa as a whole, I see Africa is one of the top markets in terms of uh, opportunity, considering population and other factors. And that is why at first, most of people were be like, you know, Africa the market is so small, it's hard to scale. But for now, it's, this mindset has been shifting. That's why we see the major com- global companies have so much attention here. We see big uh, venture capitalists like Tiger, uh, SoftBank are coming on this continent. So this shows how big opportunity is there. When you see people who have been backing uh, billions of money on the global startup market are coming to your market, it means there is opportunity. So to, to, to say it in short, to, to close it is like, opportunities here is so big it's so massive starting with the population we have and uh, most of markets are still untapped so there's a big opportunity and in terms of funding to to valley from other part of the africa like kenya and uganda the issue is uh, these things are so new to some countries like tanzania and uh, the people who could have played big role to 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 accelerate these innovations they also somehow shadow to understand these things. They also lack some uh, guidelines to understand how to, to, to how to grow a startup, how to, to tell to mentor somebody about learning his or her startup, how to raise funding. So these are the things which make it value. So Kenya are doing big, a big allowance, but in Africa, in Tanzania, it's quite different. So in terms of opportunity, there is big and massive opportunity in Africa for venture capitalists who want to maximize their profit and for founders and other young people or Africans who want to build solutions for bigger yeah, yeah, problems, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, and back to Swahilis, um, how do you categorize um, your customer segment? Like, who is your main customer? I know you, <laughs> you sell to mostly businesses as you have over 70 of them. Yeah. Uh, um, and also other people use the platform to kind of send money to these businesses, right? So who is the ideal business person? Who is the ideal customer profile of Swahili? Okay, uh, you know, when we started Swahili at first, we started as e-commerce platform. It was an installment e-commerce platform where we, we list products on the marketplace and consumers are coming to pay for installment. It's like some sorts of saving. So will pay initial amount of less than one USD. And when they complete the full payment, our team would deliver that product to the customer. So at first, they, our major customer was the consumer. 
because we were a marketplace that enable mm-hmm. we we actually were working with some merchants but we were not working directly with them it was us who were opening this uh, account of merchants and helping them to upload the product so at first the major mm-hmm. customer we were targeting was a consumer but after learning for six months which we, we came with a lot of data and understanding the business that this e-commerce model we were running it was not a it was hard to scale at first and also we were facing more challenges because learning an e-commerce in Africa is so challenging like we were doing a marketplace e-commerce but at the same time we came to realize we have entered on the other business of logistics and it was taking more money from us comparing to the actual business of e-commerce marketplace so sometimes you would sell something like jays football jays and uh, have the margin maybe of uh, targeting the profit of uh, of uh, maybe five dollars but end of the day you come to to realize you have, you have spent four dollars doing deliveries and they will profit us yeah so these things made us to pivot from becoming a marketplace of, of e-commerce and to become a full payment company in a way we want to enable these businesses to accept payment so that we can only focus on payment these other deliveries another process of uploading product we shifted this uh task to uh merchants themselves so end of the day we, we became a payment company and that is where now our major customer is a business business is so wide but for now it's a small business and medium enterprise this is our target market but for the coming days we will also be building a payment api to 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 enable other startups accept, accepting payment but for now our major profile customer is a small business who is uh, running a small business and most of them are the business owner if the same person who is using a mobile application is not that maybe somebody is running a business and as employed someone to to learn that business no if the business owner themselves are using our mobile application to accept it this payment so it's a small and medium enterprise is a okay yeah actual customer you're targeting okay okay that makes sense um and um in the in this space in the space where um um mobile money really works um or it's kind of widespread in a lot of markets in east africa um how how do you see your competitive landscape like you know at swahili's um are there other payment infrastructure uh, or payment services that are already offering this service to businesses and how are you faring how do you look at them in the markets okay you know M- mobile money is doing very amazing job here in east africa it has brought a financial cushion to most of people who are not able to open bank accounts and going through that below class of having this uh, financial solution but mobile money did it so we respect this innovation but the fact is the big part of mobile money was built for consumer to consumer to make payment so yeah. mobile money has done so well to to enable consumers to 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 make payments between themselves but it's a very low percent of it has been used to to power businesses so i would say mobile money it's for the whole years of existence it has been doing better to enable consumer peer to peer consumers to make payment but the less innovations have been built on the part of businesses and where is where we play because our target 
our target customer is not a consumer. So just to say, we will we'll be competing and we're still trying to compete now in some local levels with some of telecom, with some mobile money, where they now try also to, to chip in to, to build up this uh, a payment solution for businesses. You see in Tanzania, there are these uh, Tigo Lipanamba, Tigo, Tigo Pesa as uh, come with an innovative way, which is Tigo Lipanamba. They mm. give uh, this uh, payment till to small businesses so that they can be able to accept this payment from the like Tigo Pesa mm. and other um, Pesa. But there's a, there are more disadvantages of uh, businesses to use this platform because they have been built to they enable a business to accept a payment simply like they would be accepting it for consumer. There's no a, dash, a dashboard to monitor you. The, your transactions. There's no any way to, to leverage this data to make sure these are uh, the business you help to, to, to accept this payment. So they're gonna be growing. So I would say mobile money are now trying to create solution for businesses, but they are treating the business as just a consumer. So you are receiving the payment through business account, but there's nothing different with you receiving it from the consumer. So yeah, yeah so we'll yeah, we'll be competing with them, but for now, we are so much to build the, this uh, solution for businesses. In a way, we enable these businesses to grow and scale. We are not just want to enable them to accept payment. We want them to, to grow and scale. So we want to leverage data. I build this dashboard, they are make it easier for them to access data to know where are they doing wrong, where, where are they doing right, so that they can grow. So the only way we, we're trying to do is to build a solution to enable them growing not just to accept payment and that's so different to what mobile money are building yeah. for this business yeah yeah that is true um <clears throat> another another issue with the telecoms building um mobile money infrastructure for businesses is also the charges right because yes. i remember i spent some months in nairobi last year and um a lot of businesses uh, a lot of friends i was i i, I spoke to and trying to buy stuff we're really yes. talking about just give me cash or pay to my personal account versus using the till based off the fact that the charges that are stacked on using the till is actually a lot yes 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 that is another factor so you can see and uh that's that say you know for now that we, we have a payment partner we're working with but uh we are on the final stages to apply for our own uh, payment license from yes, the central central bank here yeah, so that can be able to pilot our completely own infrastructure which we can build whatever we want to build it from that infrastructure because for now we are using this uh, our partners infrastructure there are things we are able to do but there are other things we cannot control they are out of our control because we are not owning that infrastructure so we are on the final stages to to make things happen so that we can have our own payment license from the central bank so that we can be able to build the completely new infrastructure back by our data and the uh, experience we have been working on this payment for the years before now yeah yeah that is actually really amazing the fact that you're almost about to get your um yes. infrastructure license um from the central bank in tanzania that is really, really amazing um i wanted to find out you know this is a new year right so like what are the plans where do you see swahilis in 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 a year from now Okay, uh, we are so grateful to see to be alive on the, this new year. It's another chance for solving more bigger problems 
for us at Swellies, we are looking to, to solve more bigger problems for small businesses and uh, make them grow. So I, I told you that for the past year, we have been bootstrapping Swellies. So it was our own efforts doing it without any outside support or without raising any outside fund. But for now, we are actually we are in talk with a few investors who are going to, to join us to, to scale what we have already validated it works here and we have some traction. So we need to, to, to have more talent for technical people and our marketing people so that we can be able to, to scale what we we have been uh, beauty for the past, past year. So uh, what, what I can promise here is this year we, we, we want to enable at least uh, more than five hundred thousand businesses to grow in this uh, East African market, starting with Tanzania and later expanding to Kenya. So this year we somehow looking to see if we can be able to expand it to Kenya. And also we are looking forward to have on board partners and investors who not only will give us money, no, but we're looking for people who can give us money and people who can back us with their experience, their network, so that we can be able to build a company which can really solve bigger problems. Because when you want to solve uh, bigger problems, it's not something you do it by your own. You need to have people from different industries, people with different expertise, so that you can team up together to make sure you're building bigger solutions. So we are now doing, uh, I told you, we process uh, four, I mean, I mean, 7,000 USDs per month as a GMV, but we are looking forward up to end of the year. We should be able to list it to process 5 million USDs per month. So this is something we are we're working, that will be the minimum amount we're targeting by the end of the year. If we make it to have partners and investors joining us for scalability, we are looking forward to be pushing these numbers to the end of the year. So mm. these are among the things we, we are trying and we are wishing to do on this year so that wow. we can we can have major impact for business, and the business owners and the people behind these business owners. Yeah, that is really, really, really amazing. You know, um, targeting reaching you know 500,000 people by the end of the year yeah. really, I think is really, really doable um, I like yeah. the consistent growth that Swahili's has been on the, the growth part that Swahili's has been on and you yeah. know even trying to raise money from investors to scale that to get more talent and to yes. kind of um, really really scale that out expanding into the Kenyan market I think is really really just looking all good for Swahili's this year and I yes, can't wait sir. to that's come into fruition so before i leave you john i would like to yes. know what are two biggest lessons you've learned you know as a fintech founder <coughs> that you would like to pass on to other founders in east africa oh okay uh the first thing i've learned is the the catch of the catch of people is so different because at first you know when we were starting swahili's we were trying to we were trying to imagine like it, it will be so quick to expand it to other places and we are just targeting africa the whole continent by just making sure it's a single continent so even the people will have the same behaviors but after being in the market see communicating to other founders talking to other founders who are doing fintech in other areas you will see things are so different in terms of africans have, have different uh, culture so end of the day you you, you have to to figure out this this all things to to make sure you have enough experience like of what what in Ghana 
you, you go through this uh, maybe founders or your friends or other stakeholders in Ghana you talk to them and see the catch of people like how would it be successful in Ghana what were the challenges in Ghana and you are trying to to compare and see the possibility of it to work in in Africa so the first lesson learned from planning a fintech is the culture of Africans is so different even for the places where the countries are so near but try to dig in you'll find that the culture is so different so when you're trying to build for something it will be in Tanzania and you want to scale to Kenya it's it's a good thing but you, you have to consider the culture of, of people from Kenya I think it's so different to maybe as a continent like America where if we go to America we just know most of people maybe are making you see in America consumer are just using maybe credit card to make payment it's a whole understandable concept but coming here you see here people are using some credit card in South Africa going to Kenya people are using mobile money and somehow so the first thing is culture is this is it's very important to when we are building these solutions trying to look on the culture of the people we are trying to build you you might be performing very well in Nigeria but when you are expanding to Tanzania some of things will surprise you so you should be able to have that surprise but before that you should have to be able to learn like how are these people behaving another factor so that is one thing I've learned in in fintech for for the past year and another thing I've learned here in fintech I've learned a lot, a lot of lessons so let me find this uh, the last one to say is uh, okay if you are learning a fintech company you are coming from the places like in Tanzania where most of the CEOs and venture capitalists are not targeting this area to 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 invest for now because it's a new area we, we have never heard of it anymore for for more big ideas happening here it's like there is a low fear of missing out it is so hard to to raise funding so the only way to survive is to make sure you have some traction because traction will 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 motivate yourself to keep going while trying to look for more partners so i would say another thing is have some numbers so that you can be able to to, to, to talk or to speak with these investors when you have some numbers yeah. which is somehow validate the problem you want to solve okay. yeah, yeah. when you talk to people on building a fintech here in tanzania probably you're going to be asked like so how many people have been about them to make payments so this is so different i think to, to to other places where in africa now like nigeria where the seas have been i've been there i've been heard of this uh big big alarms bigger deals happening in nigeria so somehow not uh you're not using much energy to convince them i'm doing these things i want to do one to three but coming to a place like tanzania yeah it's, it's a very new market another market like tanzania i know they say in, in africa where VCs have not heard of this market with its hype so fear of missing out we have never had so more deals so this is the place where you need to be so bold to to build traction because traction will motivate you so as i said and it will be easier for you talking to these people at least they be like we don't know this person we have never heard about bigger deals at this place but at least we see there are numbers which are backing these people so that is another thing i have learned and you will see most of startups are dying sometimes it's not actually because of funding it's because of that motivation is is fed away so how do you motivate yourself i would say another thing is 
to make sure you're building traction whether by boot strapping or whatever because when you're you're building traction something will be glowing if something is glowing it's even motivates you to, to see something is glowing you keep moving so you, you're yeah. not not placing fun by pleasure but something you see is glowing yeah so these are the things i can try to say there's a lot of reasons but these are some yeah 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 i think i think um the two things first off is um cultures are different and so learning how people operate in different places even in similarly located markets um would help you as a business especially as a fintech business and also how hard it is to raise funding in africa and how really important traction is how really important it is that you validated your problem even even better before you know um, talking to investors and things like that i think that's actually really really important lessons to learn um especially in the markets you have found yourself today so thank you so much john for coming on the couch this has been a very very interesting conversation and i'm really really happy to have had you on the couch today and for everyone listening um and you're listening from tanzania and you're a business owner you sell stuff online you make sure to check out swahili's today um and begin to collect payments from international clients from people in Tanzania easily um in the best possible way using Swahili's and for everyone else listening make sure to subscribe make sure to share this episode with your friends and until next time see ya